Okay. I think we are live right now. So let's hop into it. So if you guys see your – oh, this way, right. Oh, come on, Brad. There we go. Masuru. That's the sponsor for this podcast today. Um, today we've got uh, we've got Dylan Shepard stepping in on short notice. You know what? That's kind of just like fighting. That's kind of how fighting is, right? Someone, someone has uh, something else happen, and boom, you get in, you get an opportunity, or you just get into um, into a situation that hey, maybe you weren't, uh, it wasn't your turn, wasn't your turn in line right now. So we're very grateful for him to be able to pop in here. Uh, super interesting, uh, super interesting matchup that he's got coming on the FLA three. But let's talk a little bit about the sponsor here today. So Matt Suru, M A T S U R U dot C A. Get all your mats, all your gym stuff, and it's you know it's it's good because we do have a judo guy on here. So see, there you go. Check out our new FLA custom kits today at FightLeagueAtlantic.com, coming across the bottom of your screen there. So once you check out your sponsors, I'm sure they've got Instagram. I'm sure they've got Facebook. I'm sure they've got everything that an amazing business like Masuru is going to have. So, oh, Logan Lorette saying W, going for the win already. So without further ado, why don't I stop jibber-jabbering to myself, and let's bring on Dylan Shepard. Let's do it. Hey, how's it going? Dylan. Hey. What's up, buddy? How you doing, buddy? You're coming from PEI right now, are you? That's right. Awesome, buddy. So very grateful, like I said, to have you on this podcast. You stepped in short notice, and that's kind of just like how fights are, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, buddy. So how you know what I always like to ask people, especially when this is live. Does that get you get you a little bit pumped up? It's like, oh, live is a very final type of thing, right? So you get on, and I get jitters sometimes before I pop on to something that's live, and I'm going to be chit-chatting with, I've never met you before, you know? So I'm just like, okay, cool. It gives you a little bit of that fight jitters, eh? How do you feel about it? <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. I didn't know if I had to prepare for anything. I'm just ready to take some questions and talk about what's up, so I'm all good here. Okay, buddy. I like it. I like it. you got the support already. People are already popping off. Say, Look, champ, island boys. Um, you know, you got people saying go for the win. W. I like it. You got a lot of support there, man. So you've been competing obviously for quite a while. Uh yeah. Right? Yeah, judo I've been doing for quite a while. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your your journey there through through judo? When did you get started on that? And what's the you know, what's the point there where you started competing in it? Um, I started training judo back when I was probably 11 or 12 and basically, uh, I wasn't doing a sport at the time. I was interested in hockey, but that was really expensive. So, uh, mom and dad came to me. They basically just said, uh, I got a work buddy that does the sport. They're pretty good at it and yeah, try it. And I had never, I always thought fighting was cool. I was always into like action movies, fighting war stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I. I didn't know too much about any sort of fighting besides hearing about boxing, but yeah, I joined, I joined judo and had an awesome time and started competing soon after I got my uh, first stripe six months in. Okay. Nice one. How does the belts work in judo anyways? How does that, how's that system? You get your, is it you start off with your white belt or is it you were kind of a youth at that point? So you get like orange or, or what, how does that start off? Yeah. You start at, it's usually, um, that young so i started at 11 like you 
you can't get certain belts to certain ages. I don't know exactly what the ages are right now off the top of my head, but sure. I know, I know you got to put in a certain amount of time to get a yellow. And sometimes coaches will give you a half belt depending on your skill okay. level and how you're competing and stuff like that. Just everything of that nature. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the same in uh, like jujitsu. I know you can't get your, and listen, I was an old guy when I started doing all that stuff. So yeah. I was able, you know, I wasn't too young to get any belt. I just had to be good enough to get it right. But uh, takes time. So um, what was, oh, jujitsu. Yeah. You have to be a certain age to get you like your blue belt and whatnot. Right. Was, was, what's like the, the toughest, because obviously you've had a lot of prep. You've had to prep for judo is a super tough sport, man. It's an Olympic sport. Yeah. What's the, uh, what was like the toughest battle and what was like the toughest prep that you had leading up to one of your matches there? Can you run us through one of those things? Uh, well, yeah, one of the toughest battles was we had a lot of coaching changes, uh, before, right before one of my better seasons in nationals. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, I was lucky enough to get an awesome coach, uh, and he helped us through and I did all, all right at nationals for, for how many practices I got in and I was proud of myself and sure. So yeah, stuff like that. And, uh, injury came up in one of my good seasons. So I was upsetting, uh, ankle injury. I was out playing, out playing basketball and, <laughs> uh, rolled my ankle pretty bad. So yeah, the toughest battle judo wise was probably that year, just high expectations and, didn't fulfill i proud of what i did but didn't fully get to experience what i wanted to do you find that it took you a little bit of time to really like appreciate that season because i'm sure like when yeah. you're saying it right now you're like you know that was a tough battle and i appreciate what it did and it probably helped you grow a lot uh yeah. but it, at the time it took a minute to appreciate it hey yeah absolutely because it was probably one of the ones at the end of my i wouldn't say judo career but like at the end of when i started doing judo competitively it was probably one of the last one or two seasons so it was pretty good yeah what was the timeline on that anyways how old were you when you kind of switched from that to what you're what you're into now uh just end of 2019 i started uh i didn't even really know what uh jujitsu even was i don't think i just oh, really? briefly briefly followed ufc and knew a little bit about wrestling and uh started doing a little bit of striking on a bag and I knew my coach Matt McGrath was an MMA fighter, and my my yeah. uh, buddies were all saying it would be so cool if someone did an MMA fight. And I didn't even think it was a possibility kind of thing. I thought it was like uh, that's something you got to train for your whole life. Yeah. So, when, so when I private messaged Matt saying, "Is it even possible that I get a fight in the future?" He kind of said, "Absolutely, you got a background, so you come and try it." So I was pretty perfect timing for that. He just set up the gym too, so. Just out of nowhere, so, really. So Matt McGrath is your coach now? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, okay. I was going to say, I see him chime in there on the bottom there, you know, pumping you up a little bit too. So that's that's pretty awesome. I've been I've been told that you fight a little bit, um, you know, a little bit like Tony Ferguson, right? <laughs> that's some yeah. high accolades, right? Some big yeah. shoes. No, that's awesome, man. But with a lot of experience that you have anyways in the judo world, you know, what, you're 1-0 right now? As a as an MMA fighter, is it? No, uh, no, haven't fought yet. Would oh, you haven't good. fought yet? Okay, so I see people on the bottom. One and zero, one and zero. So they're just they're just getting you ready. They're just That's getting right. ready for the future yeah. prediction. Okay, okay. Yeah. So leading up to that, obviously, you've been on the national scene. Yes, yeah. 
that's huge. You weigh in just before you compete, just like jujitsu in in judo. Uh, there, do you? Depends on the tournament. Uh, nationally for judo, it was uh, the day before usually. Okay, that's not too bad. So that'll be, you know what? You got a little bit of um, an advantage, an advantage from a lot of people. I find that people that are wrestlers, people that are, you know, uh, judo or have some type of background like that, they're used to that scenario. So you kind of understand like how to play that stuff. Oh, have you ever had a bad experience with like the weight cut in judo? And now you're like, okay, I know. I kind of, you know, I effed up there and I can't, I can't do it that way. Well, not so much a bad experience. I've had a weight cut that was pretty like hard to get through. Uh, sure. Canada games was like, they, they try to make you not cut. They don't actually want to see you cut much weight there. So had to of throw course. on, the, throw on the sauna suit under the coat and go upstairs and pretend I was doing a normal gym workout. I had to <laughs> shave off a few pounds in a short amount of time. Yeah. So they don't want to see you. Yeah, that I, think, are... I, I don't. Yeah, no, I just didn't think they wanted to see people cutting weight at the for Canada Games. I for some reason, probably. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what? It's probably got to do with like the whole like they, you know, the Olympics and Canada Games and all that type of stuff and safety amongst fighters or competitors and things of that nature, because obviously there is a component to it that is a little bit like, you know, people do take it too far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what coming into this, do you want to tell us like, what do you think for like your, uh, you know, your, your leading up to it, your, your weight cut, your strategy, obviously keep that a little bit in the pocket there. You're both judo guys, which yeah. is super, super cool. You know, you're both judo guys. So it's like, I don't expect to see throws. I expect to see throwing hands and kicks because it's like, I'm not tying up. Why are we tying up? Man, we already done this. Both yeah. of us, you know, we're on that level. So do you got anything that, like, leading up to this you want to chat about? Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you mentioned the weight. The weight's looking good. Yeah. Uh, shave off a few pounds to get there, but it's looking good. Uh, I've never met my guy before. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's around my age. I, I can't find too much on him. But, um, yeah. Uh, Strategy-wise, yeah, no, I just, I just like to see where I am. Really, I've been waiting a while. I just like to see where I fall with everything. If we get into the clinch, I want to see how that works yeah. out. If we stand and strike, I want to see how it goes. So, how long have you been striking? And you know, how long has it been since you started mixing it up? You said 2019 was the end of your, you know, your judo competitive yeah. type of stuff. Were you already hitting on the bag and working bag work at that point, or is it just like, hey? I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, I bought a bag for the house just as something to do, but I wasn't really like anything skillful or nothing. So, yeah, uh, we started off with jujitsu basically first at, at the club and then he moved in and we got some boxing in just on. Uh, I hadn't sparred yet. I've never sparred until uh, probably a few months later. My first sparring match was probably a year and a half ago, and now yeah. I, I get at least a sparring match in a few in every week. So, I mean, I've been striking, I'd say, with sparring for about a year and a half now. Well, you know, Tony Ferguson, he doesn't really spar, right? That was the thing yeah. he all the way yeah. up to hit the pinnacle of his career. I think he only really started sparring. Like, he went five years or something like that without actually sparring. That was a big thing that he was kind of, kind yeah. of into, right? How old are you now? Uh, 21 21 okay so you got a school 
you're doing that stuff. Are, you got a full time? Uh, you got a full time job and stuff like that, or? Uh, not at the moment. I I, I graduated uh, last year, or 2020. Yeah, end of 2020, I graduated college as a dental assistant. Nice. That's pretty yeah. dope. I like that. That's sweet. Um, you sitting there t- taking the gas there, getting the laughing gas on yourself, right? That's right. <laughs> I love it. So, um, what was I going to ask you? Um, hold on. I had something that I really wanted to ask you there, but just let me. Yeah, no problem. Let me let me pop through it right here. So, basically, was there? What was the? What was the point that you said? Like, are you dedicated to going MMA? Is this like you're like you know what? I want to go. I want to. I want to see how far I can go. I want to go pro. I want to take it all the way because obviously, you know, Matt McGrath was a pretty decorated uh, uh, fighter there as well, right? Just yeah. underneath of like UFC, and you know, so you've obviously got a pretty solid team over there. Do you train with like um, uh, Wheeler? Uh, can't remember his first yeah, name. Lenny, right? Yeah, I've trained with him Lenny. before. He's been by too. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. So a lot of Muay Thai and stuff like that. So lots of experience over on the island there. So do you think this is something like because you have the judo background, so your dedication is is not something that anybody's ever gonna um, like throw away there. Do you want to yeah. go all the way to pro? Do you want to go? Do you see yourself kind of making these steps or? Yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to try to make the steps to get there. I'm trying to get better every day. So, I I'd say I was talking about what I need to do work wise outside of training, and I I got a job that's uh, around my training more so than my training around my job. So, uh, nice. I want to I want to be able to do it. I want to be able to train every day. That's the toughest part I found. Like you know, as being. It sucks being a grown up and, and trying to do that shit because you have to work. And a lot of the bigger cities, they have people that are, you know, they sponsor young fighters right away and they're not working and things like that. What's, um, what's something even through, cause I know you're just starting there, but obviously throughout your judo career, what's something that really motivates you and gets you going when you're down? What's that? What's that based? What's, what's that all about there? Is that your bro? Yeah, guy I know, yeah. <laughs> that must be like an inside thing, eh? Yeah, he's just just complimenting on the stream, I guess. Okay, okay, no sweat, no sweat. What's something that motivates you when you're down, or is it like, you know what, you don't need motivation because you got drive and you know where you want to be? Yeah, motivation. I get a lot of motivation from my friends. They, they help me a lot because, I mean – if they hadn't motivated me to want to even start this, I probably wouldn't be here. It was just one night we were fooling around playing something and they said, that'd be cool to be in a fight. Like, why don't you try? And I did. So, I mean, I they're all going to be there on the 30th. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool, buddy. So, um, and a lot of things I like to ask, like, cause obviously people, you know, when you have the drive for something, you're like, this is my purpose. This is what I'm. This is what I'm here. This is what I want to do. Is that kind of how you feel about this whole type of thing? You're like, you know what? I'm so I'm so freaking motivated about all this. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, I kind of just thought of it as like, a, I want to get a couple fights, and I needed something to keep me in shape, kind of after judo and after school. But but after getting into it and loving all of it, and now I'm at a point where I'm thinking like, I I want to do this. 
try my best at it. Yeah, hundred percent. And there's so much, you know what? There's so much talent around the Maritimes. Let's see, I'm predicting the past. Yeah, buddy. There we go. Matt McGrath chiming in for his boy. I love it. I love it. Coach pumping him up. That's good stuff right there, right? There's a lot of talent around the Maritimes. Do you guys kind of, and I know there's a lot of people that fall into gyms are clicky, right? There's a little bit of the clicky thing. Do you guys feel like you have that thing there? Is it like, hey, man, I want to go get a little bit of training. I'm going to go over here and see yeah. so-and-so, check it out, or do you find that's something, something yeah, that you for the most part, For the most part, most of the gyms are good. Like we get guys from other clubs coming here and we go other places. Like just the other week we were at uh, Jason Sagos in Summerside up training at his place. And I mean, nice. they got a good group of guys and Jason Sagos has made a run in the UFC. So, I mean. Exactly. That's it. Like, hey man, it's, it's a, such a small island and you guys have so many studs over there. Right. Yeah. Matt McGrath, Lenny Wheeler, uh, Sago. Like you guys, that's, that's a good caliber type of person just even right there. Right. Yeah, and my and my, my uh, long time training partner, buddy of mine, and uh, brother of one of my best friends, is uh, just been going to wrestling tournaments and winning medals, and now at the national level, and just started. Uh, RJ, RJ Hetherington. Okay, okay, big shout out to RJ Hetherington. Man, wrestling is you. You need to be picking that guy's brain. You need to be at him and and working wrestling too, because that is so important. And wrestlers. Man, they've got some crazy cardio, eh? Do you, do you guys get into it and uh, get some grappling in when he's kicking around? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's around every day almost. He's like, we're, he's part of the club, so. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I'll probably see him tonight right after this. And saw him yesterday. I was wrestling with him just yesterday. Nice, nice. Fight League Atlantic. He is a beast. Love it. Beast from the East. So let me. I want to ask you a few questions here before we get uh before we get uh, kicked off for time, what is <clears throat> throughout your throughout your career as uh, judo and into this? What is the best piece of advice that you've ever got from someone? I know it's uh, a tough one. I'm kind of putting you on the spot. We're live yeah. right now, but you know, think about it for a second. Hit me back with something, right? Um, maybe something like I don't know. I've never never liked. Uh, I have like uh, I was born to flat feet and stuff, so it was always hard to run and hurts and stuff. But I've yeah. always been told like you gotta you gotta love cardio. So good <laughs> good advice for if you're gonna fight or anything is definitely get the cardio in. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So let's go to the opposite side of that. What is the worst piece of advice someone has ever given you? Uh, I don't know. If awesome. I Probably like pull guard or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Especially when you get up into like professional and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's, the pulling guard might get you uh, might get you messed up there a little bit. I've seen a couple instances people pulling guard going for leg locks and you know they get uh, a little chop to the face there and it doesn't work out the best, right? Yeah. Um, all right, next question, brother. And I'm only going to ask you a few more. I'm not going to yeah, keep you on a hot problem. seat this whole time. All right, buddy? Um, what's the most impactful moment that you've had? It can be in your judo. It can be in anything that made you who you are, this, you know, determined young man that you are today. <clears throat> um, 
I don't know. It's hard to say. Lots of factors lead up to it, I Lots guess. Lots of factors, eh? Okay. I mean, I mean, helps helps hearing from my teammates and my mm-hmm. coach that I'm coming along. I mean, sure, that's motivating to hear and <clears throat> got support of my mom and stuff. So stuff okay. like that helps shape me. That's it. Big shout out to mom. I love that. I love that. Stay humble, right? So it's the people that are closest to us that are kind of motivating and help shaping as well, right? Yeah. Um, last thing here. Was there ever any time where you're like, man, this just ain't for me. I'm throwing in the towel. <clears throat> Never a time where I felt like I'd thrown in the towel. Definitely, uh, definitely a time where I was injured one time and I, and I thought yeah. – the towel was being thrown in for me without my control. So, but I got past that and now we're here. So can't wait. Nice. Nice. What was, what was the injury again? I just had a neck injury a while ago. That was yeah. bothering me was, a little. Was it from a judo throw or something like that? I think it was to do with wrestling or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good people, bad intentions. Great questions. Well, thank you very much. Right. So, I just was on his podcast the other day. But listen, Dylan, I'm not going to hold you here any longer, my brother. Have a great training session tonight. I look forward to – I'll be in the stands there. I look forward to uh, watching you get after it like Tony Ferguson there. And, uh, yeah, man, have a wicked training camp. All right, buddy? Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, brother. See you there.